Good evening, friends and family, and welcome to a safe space radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. It is Halloween. Yes, it is yeah. October 31st, 2020. What a year it's been. It's Halloween. There's a full moon tonight. There's a blue moon tonight. There's a pandemic. It's a Saturday. We got an election coming up. What else can you throw at us, world? <laughs> Uh, it's a lot. It's a I'm lot. I'm Francis Hall. <laughs> I'm Calvin Williams. And we're going to do, we're, we're putting politics aside for the night. We're putting all that aside for the night. We're going we're gonna to give you a Halloween show. It's going to be all Halloween type of music. And uh, we're going to start out with, uh, we're going to start out with the Rolling Stones, Sympathy for the Devil. Now, uh... I love the Stones. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Beatles, and I love the Stones. And there's this ongoing Beatles-Stones rivalry. And uh, and what some people don't know is that they were really good friends, and uh, and they were and the Stones were struggling and struggling, struggling for a hit. And it was Lennon and McCartney who sat down and wrote "I Want to Be Your Man" for the Stones, which did become a hit. And so all these people that are like Stones and Beatles hated each other. No, they didn't. They got along great, and, and uh, Beatles contributed to their career. Um, and but they did have, they definitely did have a reputation for being the bad boys. Uh, parents wanted to keep their keep their kids away from the Rolling Stones. Don't you listen to that devil music? So they came up with, uh, they answered with with this song from uh, Beggar's Banquet, 1968. Here is the Rolling Stones. Sympathy for the Devil. Nature of my 
Now that's a great start. Oh yeah, that, can't that's get much a great start. That. <laughs> uh, very soon, Calvin is going to introduce the Time Warp Rocky Horror Picture Show. I want to talk about a little bit first because it was huge in my neighborhood. It was huge in my apartment. It's the whole cult thing started in 1975 at the Waverly Theater, three blocks from my house. My older siblings were big part of it, especially my sister Elaine. Uh, they were really into it. Uh, my brother John, he was really into it. Uh, I was not allowed to go because I'm 10 years old and it's a movie that starts at midnight and it's an R-rated movie. I was not allowed to go to the Waverly Theater to see Rocky Horror. <laughs> it's next incarnation because it got a lot A lot of the neighborhood kids, you know, they, they did not like us. They did not like them. They did not like, they, did, they just did not like seeing guys dressed up as women uh it was very heavy very strong italian neighborhood uh a lot of the a lot of the kids there was a gang called the go club and they were basically the children of the mafia people around the neighborhood and so there was trouble so the waverly even though it was successful they they stopped playing it and then for a while there were buses that went to queens to see the movie and uh, and this household in particular, a lot of people were getting getting ready in my apartment, in my parents' apartment, because they were my parents were cool with it. And uh, and so we had all these kids dressed up in these outfits, getting ready to go to Rocky Horror. Finally, when it, I do remember the first time I went, it was on it was on a bus, and then finally it got its new home at Eighth uh, Street, the Eighth Street Playhouse, and that's when I started bringing. Uh, my buddy Robert around and he speaks about it in this uh, Downey Jr. This is a Esquire article in 2009. He writes, and speaking of wider dude, there I am. And it's Rocky Horror Picture Show Friday and Saturday night at the 8th Street Playhouse. And there's my buddy, Frank Hall, who I've known since I was five. We were actually four, but anyway. <laughs> and there are these kids from a local club calling us Rocky Horror Freakouts. And we get our asses kicked. <laughs> They didn't call us freakouts. It started with an F. <laughs> it was not ah, freakouts. And I'm not, maybe gotcha. Esquire didn't want to print that word. I'm not going to say it right now, but that's not what they called us. It starts with an F and it ends with agates. So, anyway, would you like to introduce this song? <laughs> right, so, 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 for me, it's a kind, of a, uh, kind of a different story. Um, I forget what year it is. It might have been 2000 because that was because I believe 2000 was the 25th anniversary of that would be right, yeah, of Rocky Horror. And um, 15 year old is um, watching the 25th anniversary special on I believe it was VH1, and I'm looking like I'm looking at like just counterculture in a way that I had never seen it before because I'm some random black kid from the hood and we don't see shit like that. But like the the songs, the dances, the fashion, the debauchery, it was it was something that was really eye-opening for me and like definitely caught my attention just see just kind of seeing 
seeing a different side of life and a side of a side of fun. But it wouldn't be until I think oh four that I would see like that I would actually um, see a live Rocky Horror in person. It was at my school, uh, my college up in Connecticut, the University of Hartford, and um, I heard that the uh, they were doing a uh, they were gonna do a uh, a live version. I was like, hey, cool, I'll go check it out. And I see one of my friends who's part of the show, and and I'm like, Margaret, I'm so excited. This is my first time being here. Lord, do I regret saying that. <laughs> <laughs> next thing I hear, next thing I hear, we're gonna pop your cherries good tonight, virgins. <laughs> I just like she just just out of sheer like guttural instinct, she, Margaret just yells, "Virgin!" Mm-hmm. And then I get cry like there's a crowd of the actors and like random people who had uh, dressed up for the event <laughs> grabbed me up. Took took uh took some red lipstick and put a V on my head. <laughs> <laughs> the uh there's a scene in the film Fame, which was filmed around 1980, and they were the main characters. They go to see Rocky Horror Picture Show at the Eighth Street Playhouse, mm-hmm. and it was you know of course it was staged because it's a movie. But it really did capture so much of what was happening in those early days of Rocky Horror. Sal Piro was there. He was the guy that started the whole fan club. Uh, you can see uh, Dory Hartley, who was like the first fabulous Frankenfurter. Uh, Gail the Whale. Uh, my brother is sitting behind the main characters in the film. You can see him in, in fame. So, you know, it, it, like I said, it was staged, but it did, it did capture... It did capture a lot of what was happening at that time, and it was really cool. So anyway, let's let's get to the song. All right. Let's do it. It's astounding. Time is fleeting. Madness takes its toll. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. I've got to keep control. Just a jump to the left. And then a step to the right. With your hands on your hips. Dimension with voyeuristic intent. 
the bits of a mind flip You're into the time slip And nothing can ever be the same You're spaced out on sensation Like you're under good memories from that song <laughs> so up next we have uh, some new music from a songstress who hails from Montreal I got to meet her and her uh, label mates last year at a concert at uh, where is it uh, much Moore's in Williamsburg and um, her and her whole crew are just an in incredibly talented group of women singers who buck the trend, uh, buck the trend of basically indep uh, independence and forging their own path. And this next song she did because. Halloween is one of her favorite seasons, as uh, evidenced by her Instagram page, uh, all about Halloween-themed pictures, Sam Hain, uh, witchcraft, the whole nine yards. And uh, the song itself is a pretty awesome song. It switches between uh, French lyrics and English. So without further ado, this next song is called Squelettes by Marie's featuring Backwash.
That was very cool. That was very cool. I had not heard that before. I'm guessing that uh, some of that most of our listeners haven't heard that before. And here's another song that also has some French lyrics in it, uh, released in 1977 on the album Talking Heads 77. Here is Psycho Killer. <laughs>
ce que j'ai fait ce soir-là, ce qu'a dit ce soir-là, réalisant mon espoir. It's actually very pretty what he's saying there in the middle of that song. It's uh, what I did last night, what she said last night, made my spirits leap towards glory or something like that. Something uh. like that. This next song, Mom, who's listening in the other room, as long as the feed is still working, wanted to hear it. Uh, originally uh, written by Screaming Jay Hawkins in 1956, Calvin has dug up the definitive in many people's opinions version of this that nina simone there's just she brings something to this oh she, she sure brings does. something yeah yeah anything to add calvin um like i actually knew about the original screaming jay hawkins version but when i was looking this up i found i found nina simone's version and i listened to it and i was like i it, i was completely enthralled by it like basically anything nina simone does is it just is becomes absolute gold and so i'm actually really happy that uh we've uh, chosen this version you're listening to a safe space radio on radio free brooklyn happy halloween let us put a spell on you Put a spell on you. Cause you're mine. Do, 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 you better stop the things you do. I ain't lying. No, I can't stand it. You're running around. You know better, Daddy. I can't stand it because you put me down. Yeah, yeah. I put a spell on you. Because you're Oh, man. 
powerful, man. <laughs> Very powerful. My uh, my friend, uh, my friend Adam. Uh, I don't know why I'm blanking on his last name right now. He's been on the show several times. Uh, Smyer, Adam Smyer. He loves, loves, loves Stevie Wonder, or at least he did when we were growing up. And and it was rumored that Stevie Wonder had a, a building just a few blocks from where we went to junior high school, junior high school 104. And I remember, like, me and Adam and a couple of other uh, of our other friends, we'd hang out in front of the building. <laughs> I think sometimes yell, Stevie, Stevie! <laughs> Uh, never saw him. Probably never even lived there. It could have been just a, a neighborhood rumor, but uh, but boy, does he have a great, great song for Halloween. Anything to add, Calvin? Um, really don't have too much to add. I just love this song. Like, uh, the album Talking Book, one, uh, it's one of many fantastic albums in uh, Stevie's library. And I got nothing but good things to say about the song, the album, Stevie. Stevie actually came out with a with a new single recently, <laughs> and it's really awesome to uh, to know that he's still out there uh, making really great, still making really great music to this day. To this day, well, let's go back to 1972 from the album, as you mentioned, Talking Book Superstition.
can't go wrong with Stevie, man. <laughs> you can't. You can't. And superstition for a Halloween party. And the next one, uh, I mean, it, we have to have this one. We absolutely have to. I remember when Thriller first came out, my family didn't have MTV, but my sister, Nancy, was uh, living nearby with a roommate. I think her name was Laura. They had MTV. So, of course, I begged and pleaded and was allowed to watch. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, let's do it. From... uh, from the album Thriller, one of the best-selling albums of all time, 1982, here is Michael Jackson's Thriller.
Vincent Price. <laughs> Vincent Price, man. <laughs> he, like, the song was already phenomenal by itself. Then you have Vincent Price just really setting, setting the tone and just, like, skyrocketing it, man. <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying our Halloween party. We've only got about 15 minutes left to it. It's been going great. It's been going fast. So let's get to the next song. This was written by Warren Zevon in 1978, and it was sort of like a running joke with him and some of his friends about this whole Werewolves of London thing. And he wrote it as a joke, and it became a hit. It became one of his <laughs> biggest hits. So, like, uh, next time you're messing around with your friends, if you have to be musicians and you think what you're writing is a joke, uh, you know, go with it. A lot of the joke hits are the ones that really made I mean, Detachable Penis for King <laughs> Missile. Fair became point. became Tom's biggest song. <laughs> uh, short People for... Uh, Randy Newman? Uh, Rand- I can't th- Randy Newman? Randy Newman, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he wasn't well-known when Short People came out. And he's like this serious, he was, you know, he writes a lot of serious music. And Short People was his big hit. 
a lot of people, they don't want to play their big hits. You know, like uh, Creep, Radiohead, I think it is. Right, yeah. We're, we're not playing Creep tonight. Dude, that's like one of your biggest, we're not playing Creep. It's not, <laughs> it's not really what our music is like. We're not playing Creep. Anyway, we're going to play Werewolves of London right now for you for our Halloween party from uh, 1978. It was a single. It's not off an album. Werewolves of London. Ow! time for about two more songs if we shut our yaps 
<laughs> so let's go right into Ghostbusters, uh, released June 8th, 1984, by Ray Parker Jr.
Bobby Pickett had one hit in his life, and you know what he did? He played that song. He sang that song anytime people asked him to. Uh, it was a hit for him in 1962, and he was I think he passed in 2007, and I saw uh, on YouTube him doing this song in 2006. He wasn't like, I'm not playing Creep. <laughs> he was not that guy. He was not that guy. Here it is. You know, when you say, uh, here, what's, what's a fun song for Halloween? What comes to mind? Come on. The Monster Mash. Let's hear it. Absolutely. Boy. 
you've been listening to a Safe Space Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn, please give your tax-deductible donation to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate to help keep this station going. Thank you all for listening. I hope you had fun on our Halloween party. Thank you, Calvin, so much for doing this with me. This is my Halloween this year. Same, same. My uh, The thing that I wanted to do, and I still might do it, I grew up my nails because I started playing guitar again. Um, I would grow up my nails in the past and paint them black. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, maybe you can still do it. Tune in on Tuesday uh, from 10 to 1, election night. Calvin is doing something very special, coverage, three-hour special on Radio Free Brooklyn. Check yes, that yes. out. Thank you all again so much. Have a great night and be safe. Yes, be safe, everyone. And go out and vote. That's my one political spiel for the, for the night. <laughs> vote. <laughs>